my podcast is called Upcoming Entrepreneurs, right? So yes. my goal, my vision with this podcast is to learn from people's stories, you know, from entrepreneurs that are on the grind right now. See, we okay. always hear about Gary V, Tony Robbins, the Giants, right. you know, Will Smith, like they've made it already, you know, which is amazing and you can learn from them, but I can't really relate. I can learn, but I can't relate to them because they're just up there, you know? Yes. And so what my goal and vision is to interview people that are my level, quote unquote, my level, a little higher than me, a little lower than me, it doesn't matter, but that I see their struggles and say, hey, you know what? They're going through the same struggles I'm going. I can relate to this. So if they're not backing down, why would I back down? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just being able to do that. And not only that, but being able to provide for my listeners. You know, there's some people that, that need that, need to hear that, but are afraid or don't know how to ask people, you know? So that's where I come in. Right. And I, I like that. I, I totally agree because, like, people like Gary Vee have fantastic advice. That's great. But what about the everyday person that has a family, has a full-time job, is, like, you know, working their ass off for something and not seeing – results and gets discouraged but like yeah you want want people that are in that same boat yep yep so uh before we get any further and start asking these amazing questions and you start executing them <laughs> um for my listeners you know tell tell me a little bit about you man uh, you know how old are you where you come from just a little bit about you all right yeah yeah uh well my name is brian Duso, and i do have a podcast and it's more of a brand i would say called perpessence and that is the purpose and essence of life smash into one word purpose and essence nice. my brother and i uh came up with that and made some merchandise got all excited and like we're really creative and it's awesome man um i'm th- very cool i'm 31 years old uh a lot of people would not know that by looking at me uh Yesterday, someone thought I was 10 years younger than I was. That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I don't take it as a bad thing. It's great. But like just hearing it all the time, it's like, okay, I've heard it enough. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate, man. I can relate. I'm 30 years old and, and same thing. Just yesterday, too, some girl said I was like 25. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the reason why I did it is because I was lost. Uh, one day I just just kind of like looked in the mirror and I'm like, all right, who, who are you? I thought I knew, knew who you were. Like I'm 26, 27 years old at the time. And I'm like, yeah, I, I can't, I don't know who this person is looking at me. You know, it's uh, it, it was a, it was a sad time. I was going through a, a big, a big part of my life, a big change. I was in a relationship long term, nine and a half years, and wow. I had two kids from that relationship. And dude, I just didn't know who I was. And you can, I'm telling you right now, you cannot be in a relationship if you don't know who you were prior to said relationship. Okay. This can be any kind of relationship. It doesn't have to be romantic. But, like, how are you going to give your 100% if you're not giving yourself 100%? Yep. You're not able to. Yep. And I, at that time, you know, I knew it in the back of my head subconsciously. 
it, it it's common sense, but it's common sense that's never talked about in school and growing up in church or from parents. Like maybe some parents out there like that actually figured it out, but this is not taught. This is like the hidden language of our humankind. Yep. And it's been going on ever since the dawn of humans. So, so, uh, yeah. So you have to give yourself a hundred percent before you can give a hundred percent or tackle what you really want in life. And so, yeah, I looked in the mirror. I'm like, I went through a big breakup and, um, now everything's great. But at the time, man, it, it was tough. So I, I looked in the mirror. I'm like, who is this sad, pathetic loser? So I spent every day of my life looking back at that moment as, and was determined to change my entire life. And I had steps I did that. And the first step was learning to love myself. Mm. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, that's all you can do. You know, uh, when you're in a relationship where you're now in the goods and the bad, at the end of the day, you have to, like, like you said, you have to learn to love yourself. That's it. Because that's yeah. the only person you're going to be with from beginning to end. Yes, sir. And people ask me, well, how do you know if you love yourself? I'm like, you don't know until you know. Then, then, it's, it's, then you know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it, it's, it may sound weird what I just said, but if you actually do look in the mirror and say, I love you, man. And you get like, you look at yourself, you actually mean it. Then you get the feeling of, yes, I, I do love myself. I know who I am. I love, I love me right now. I love the present moment. Nice. And I like what you said about, I, you know, I know who I am. And I think that's what it is. You know, when you're saying you love yourself, and this is just me as I'm listening, mm. I think that it's it's self-awareness. Knowing who you are as a person and who you want to be as a person, regardless of who likes you, who doesn't like you, who's with you, who's not with you. Like, this is who I'm going to be. This is who I choose to be. And this is going to make me happy through the long run. Because honestly, I think at the end of the day, everybody in this world is looking for happiness. Yes. You know, and yes. whatever it is that provides the happiness, whether it's the money, whether it's the, the flash, whether it's the followers, at the end of the day, like Gary Vee says, you know, like, if you're happy, you know, making 60000 a year, duh, 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 and, you know, child uh, uh, baseball team, uh, you won already. You know, you won already. Like, I can't, I got nothing to tell you. And see, a lot of people think that uh, success, you know, Gary's success is, is when you make it. And it's like, no, everybody has a different perception of success yes. because everybody is self-aware. You know, they, they're aware of what they want or what they need to make themselves happy. Right. And this is a scary topic, to be honest, because people think they know who they are. And when you actually find out you're lost and you don't know who you are, this is when bad things happen. I'm talking about drugs suicide doing things Mm. that's not normal not normal for you not for people but for you out of your character because they lose sense of identity so like say you're a businessman and you make a lot of money then you get canned and you're on the street 
Now who are you? Mm-hmm. Are you still that businessman mentality? Can you can you build something on the dirt? Can you from the ground up? That's what millionaires do. They can go and go bankrupt. Like I'm a millionaire. I may not have money, but I am a millionaire, and I have a hundred percent guarantee that I can pick myself back up and do this again because I've already done it before. I have the yes. I have the formula. Yes. So, are you the businessman, or are you the the assets that come with the businessman? Yes. The the way the way I understand it as as I'm listening is, are you the million dollars, or yeah. are you the person who made the million dollars? Exactly. And if you're the who are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you are the person that made the million dollars, you can make it again. Nothing can stop you. You're basically yep. bulletproof. Yep. And this is where it gets scary because people like moms, for example, is a very a good example for this because moms, their identity is moms and they start to get depressed because they don't feel pretty or they don't, they want to get complimented or they want to go out and be themselves. They're always attached to, oh yeah, who are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm a mom. No, you're not a mom. That's just part of your identity you're you're a person you're you're a human being you were someone else before you were a mom and you're still that person like the that book um girl wash your face rachel hollis Mm. she talks about this a lot and i'm i'm a guy i'm a dad and like i think this is super important for women out there because they're not just moms and this could go for dads too Yep. But, you know, if uh, if you get split up, which happens in America a lot, and I'm sure it happens around the world, too, people start to lose their their identity and they're like, all right, who am I without my family? My family's broken. Who am I? You're still that person before you met that significant other. That's that person's still there. You're still a mom. You're still a dad. So, like, you need to focus on that and not focus on the loss. It's, right. it's tough. Right, right. I, what I like, too, is that um, we're going to a topic that, that it's close to my heart, and, and it's mainly mindset. Because I think that in life, anything you want to do in life, uh, whether it's in business, relationship, um, running a 10-mile race, whatever mm-hmm. it is, you need to have that mindset, you know, and, and what I want to do it. And if it's okay with you is I want to go a little deeper in, in that, that state of mind you were in, if it was positive or negative, when the, the um, situation happened, you know, when you yeah. guys broke up, mm-hmm. you know, um, because maybe someone's not going through a breakup, but maybe someone's going through some hardship, you mm-hmm. know, maybe they, they're losing a job and, at the end of the day, it's all the same. You know, it's it's your ups and then your your downs. And at this time, it sounds like you were in your downs. Uh, you know, so I want people to understand, like, we all go through it in different ways. Yes. But what mindset were you in at that time? And then um, what did you do? I know you said one was love yourself. What, mm. did, what else did you do to ma- start making that change? Yeah, um, I just want to rehash what you were saying that everyone does go through something and just because you have a problem doesn't mean it's not important. Uh, 
your your lowest low is different from someone else's lowest low, but they're still the lowest low. And you matter, and your problems matter, and we need to figure out the source of the problem, not the symptoms, is basically what we need to tackle. Yep. So how do we do that? Um, what I did, I went through a period of time where I was confused. And when you're confused, you need to let it out, basically. You need to, you're, you're going to have to find a way to cope and you you're trying to you basically what you're doing is your hands out of the water you you're you're basically drowning and your hands out of the water reaching for whatever's out there and you're just grabbing and what is that going to be is that going to is that going to be an addiction and that's what happened to me was alcohol i leaned on alcohol and okay the problem i i see this with alcoholics the problem is not the alcohol, the addiction. Yeah, there's science saying, you know, genetically you're born an alcoholic, like it's in your genes because your father drank a lot or whatever. But it's not, that's not the problem. The problem is the source. So the source is within you and we need, we need to fix that. For me, it was not knowing who I am, loss of identity. And I needed to go on what I call a sacred journey. And this is something like the Native Americans did. And, uh, you know, a lot of animals do. They kick their kids out of the nest and they have to figure it out themselves. It's, it's fly or die. So we, we have to go on that journey and we need to leap into it, into the unknown. And so first thing was love myself. And I, I want to talk a little bit more about that because I just didn't instantly love myself. How I said, I looked in the mirror and said, I love you, man. I did that every single day. Every day. I, I was crying. Like I was a little baby. Something I, no one should ever see. It, it was awful. I'd be drunk crying, looking in the mirror. Um, so one day I said, I, well, actually, I didn't say. I just kind of like things just happened. So I started journaling, writing out my feelings. I jur- mm. journaled every day. And some days it would be like multiple pages. Some days it would be just a, a sentence. And we need to let whatever's in out. So we can do this multiple ways. One can be journaling. I highly recommend that. And a lot of People I talk to recommend that. Just when you're writing, it, I, I recommend by hand too, not on your phone or on the computer, because it gives you time to really think about each word and express yourself. And free writing too, like clear your mind and just write, and whatever comes out, comes out. So write about your whole day, basically. That's what I did. Just write about my day. And the highlights of my day that really stuck out. The feelings, too. Really highlight those feelings. Also, I would talk into the microphone. And this is stuff I never went back and listened to. And this was like three, four years ago. I still have it. I just never went back and listened to it. But it's like therapy for me. It's like talking to another person. I would have headphones in and talk on my microphone. And 
get to really express myself how I really want to express myself. Sometimes we feel like we don't want to express our true selves to other people because we feel vulnerable and we don't want to look weak and vulnerability actually is not weakness. It's actually quite the opposite because that creates a, uh, some, uh, an open window for the other person to open up and say something vulnerable as well. Mm-hmm. So it's really a good way to make a, a connection. And I find talking out my ideas really cements them into my brain. So writing them out or talking them, it really like, it lets me like, I have like this verbal diarrhea and I get to like really mold it into what I really want to mold it into. So it's it's a good way for me to really have a thought process. Okay. Also, this is probably the most important thing for, for, with my regimen was meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you meditate? I didn't know what I was doing. I YouTube some Buddhist stuff and uh, just listened to people talk about it. And I kind of created my own way of meditation and a lot of people have a hard time with this because their mind is racing or they're bored or they just feel like it's not working and I would meditate 30 30 minutes a day and like I said it was like a combination of a few methods and I did it on my bed sitting cross-legged with a straight back my head's down slightly, elbows resting on my legs, eyes are closed. And for the first five minutes, I would focus on my breath. So breathe in through my nose. And I would imagine, and out through the nose, and I would imagine, like, looking at my nose. If you can think about that, close your eyes and look at your nose. Like, not actually look, but look at your nose with Mm -hmm. your eyes closed and imagine it there. And like this is a little trick and it helps you like focus on something without focusing like i don't know the the <laughs> the room noise or like the neighbors or right, anything right. like that so you you're hearing your breath you're starting to slow down and focus clearing your mind then let any thought come and go you ever you've heard of something called a train of thought right yeah well, you ever thought about it like a train of thought? You're, it's, it's a train. It has a thought in it. It comes in through your ear. Let's say it comes to, in through your right ear. It's a train, and it's coming out your left ear. Like a tunnel. Yes. Let your thoughts come and go like a train of thought. So, like, I never really thought about that. I'm, like, I'm like, I don't know. I heard that expression. And it just, like, really cl- yeah. clicked with me when I got older. It's kind of funny. So, right, right, right. So you're looking at no judgment. You're letting it pass. It's just the thoughts are itself. It's not you. And this is a whole other podcast <laughs> episode of my, uh, th- my uh, opinion on uh, thoughts and who we are as, uh, as humans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um- <laughs> so uh yep. so like also you can imagine like a big textbook I, I forgot this is not my uh idea i got this from someone else imagine holding a big 
textbook against your forehead. So your hands are holding this big book, like, like a Bible or like something really heavy. And this represents like your racing thoughts, the noise, the clutter. This is in everyone's head. And we may not realize it because the noise, we think that's normal. Like, like, like in a busy mall like that, but that's inside our head. So that's the book is the busy mall. Now, now take that book and just simply set it on your lap. You just learn how to not be hung up on your thoughts. They're more quiet. You know, they're not so close to your head. It's not, not so loud. So now the thoughts are way down here on your lap. Uh, You will always have those racing thoughts. That's just, that's just nature. That's, that's, the meaning of life. You can't get away from that. You have to learn to work with this. The Buddha is called those thoughts, that book, the monkey mind, if you've ever heard of that. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, the, it's uh, you have your consciousness and your head. That's your, your, your head, basically, your mind, and then your body. So below the neck, basically. I'm not saying this like perfect, how, how it, should be but that's the the monkey mind that's the say uh oh man how about a beer tonight and you you can't neglect it you can't ignore it because that monkey mind's like a toddler so the ego is like a toddler the more you ignore it the louder it gets and louder and louder and you're just like, all right and you you uh give in and then you just like if you would have worked with it in the beginning compromise it would have been easier instead of like this is like something like smokers like smoking cigarettes people try to quit like if you go cold turkey and all of a sudden they're just like smoking again you need to find a way to like compromise basically so a patch or nicotine gum where you go to the doctor and get some uh i think you can get like medicine or whatever so it's like finding that compromise instead of ignoring it then it explodes like a toddler right right so that's that's uh that's the monkey mind the racing the, third? the racing thoughts that's the book basically. So we talked about the book and how we take it away from our head. And sometimes it takes longer than usual to clear that mind and be focused on the present. And this is the whole goal of the meditation. So this is the first 5 minutes I was talking about basically. Focusing on your breath, clearing your mind. Just 5 minutes and if you can't do that then just focus on that five minutes a day instead of a half hour. So after your mind's clear, what I do is I replay the whole day in my head from when I wake up to the point I meditate. Then I replay it again to find something to be thankful for. So like Mm. something specific, you know, someone helped me out or maybe I helped someone out. I'm like, I'm thankful that I did that because like I, I could have not done that or they didn't have to do that. And I'm very thankful for that. Or it could be something simple. Like I'm glad I have a thankful. For, I have a car, house, kids, anything like that. Right. So thank thankfulness, gratitude. And we, if we practice gratitude, this really helps loving yourself. Oh yeah. That if you can't, if you look in the mirror and you can't love yourself, you need to find love. So start loving everything. And eventually, you're going to start loving yourself. I, I like that. Uh, let me uh, just jump in real quick. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. 
I like that uh, um, you talk about gratitude because one thing that everybody should know, all my listeners should know, is that when you're feeling down, when you're at your lowest, if you start focusing, instead of focusing on what could have happened, what happened, how dare they, this and that, mm-hmm. why not focus on your, you know, what you're, grat- what you're grateful for, right? You right. know what, this, this happened, but, you know, I'm still breathing. I'm still healthy. You know, I'm thankful for that. You know, this happened, but, hey, you know, I still have my kids. Yeah. They're so beautiful. This happened, this sucks, but, you know, um, I can still think. I can still bring this around. This happened, but, you know, doing that, putting that butt, but put a big butt in between, you know? (laughs) (laughs) You know, so this happened, you know, I lost my job, but, you know, I still have my knowledge. Yes. You know, I, I was in this job for 10 years, finance job for 10 years, but I'm still a financial expert. Maybe you can use that to your advantage. Um, one thing that, and I'm going off topic and we're going to go back to, to you right now. But of course. <laughs> one thing that I, that I know and I, and I believe is that everything happens for a reason. Like God has a plan for us. You know, he, 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 doesn't, he doesn't decide for us, but he has a plan for us and he guides us through it. You know, I'm a big believer of God. I'm not mm. sure if you are, but um, he, he guides us through it. You know, that's one thing. Another thing, number two, is that uh, Steve Jobs says this. Um, he says, you cannot connect the dots going forward. You can only connect the dots going backwards. You know, so certain things that happen in your life happen so you can get to the point you're at now. You know, yes. um, if, if uh, for, I'll give you an example for me. Um, I, I also went through a breakup, you know, mm. um, about, you know, I was 27, I think also. <laughs> um, and what happened was uh, lack of communication. Yes. You know, um, I was at a job that, that, you know, I was like, I got to stay here. It was, it was a insurance job. I got to stay here. You know, I, I just got to build my way up. And my wife was like, no, don't do it. This and that. Like there, you're not going anywhere. Like it's bad right there. Like just forget it. Why don't you try a bank? Why don't you try this? And I was like, no, no, no here. And then, uh, uh miscommunication. She thought I was, you know, uh, messing with someone in there in the office. And then I don't know. It was just bad. Yeah. Long story short, we, we broke up for eight months. In those eight months, same man. I, I cried. I, I I broke down. I told myself, but then I told myself something I heard from Tony Robbins. What does this mean? You know, is it the beginning? Is it the end? And then also, what am I going to focus on? Yes, this happens, but what am I going to focus on? So, I, I would give myself like thirty minutes to an hour to just ball, cry, and feel like shit. Yeah. But then after that, I would pick myself up and be like, okay, what do I need to do? To continue my life. What I need to do. I told, I told my wife in the beginning. I'm going to be successful with or without you. What does that success look like? You know. So I was focusing on this now. Yes. I, ha- I gave my time to cry. I gave my time to grieve. But now what am I focusing on? And I know I'm going off topic. Because I, I forgot where we started. No, but- it's all good man. <laughs> but that's what I did. What am I going to focus on? So I decided. Okay. Where I'm working at is too far from where I live. It's the insurance job. It it really isn't giving me anything. There's no slight ch- chance that I'm going to get promoted. There's not, I don't see it coming. So then I started, you know, looking around, open-minded. I went to, uh, I was like, okay, I got debt. I got to consolidate it. So I went to my bank. I, I was going to consolidate my debt. I didn't qualify because where I'm currently working, I didn't make enough. Debt to income ratio. I don't know if a lot of people know that, but it's what you owe to uh, how much you make. I didn't make enough to to cover what I owe. Hmm. And and so the banker was like, well, why don't you apply for the bank? And I was like, well, I don't know. I don't have I don't have experience. I don't have no study. 
And then she, she guided me through it. I didn't even know the shoe, you know, like she guided me through it. Long story short, I got the job as a banker, um, got back with my wife. Uh, we talked it over. We realized that it was lack of communication. Um, so what I'm trying to say is that certain things had to happen for me to be where I'm at now. Now I, I, um, I have an amazing career. Two, I have an amazing family. My wife and I communicate better than ever now. We love each other. Like it, from now, from before, like let's say the, the breakup was a line. And the before was terrible. Like we literally, like I would go home and I'd be like, fuck, I'm going to go into a fight again. If I was even like five minutes late from work because I had to do an extra thing, I was like, shit, I'm, I already knew I was going to walk into a fight. Mm. Now, like we communicate, it's, it's much better. She trusts me. I trust her. It, it, you know, she can go out with her friends and I don't, I, I'm cool. I trust her. I, I know. You exactly. Know, it's, and, that's and how it should be. Vice versa. And the thing is that uh, this had to happen. If this wouldn't have happened, this is my belief. If this wouldn't have happened, these years would have still been terrible. I would have still been yeah. like, shit, I'm going to go home. and Because nothing changed. The rest of your life would have been that. Yeah. And I think that God puts us in uncomfortable situations because sometimes he tells us, like, he, he gives us the sign. It's a test. Do this, do this. Yeah. And sometimes you don't, you don't get it, so he puts you in uncomfortable situations. Mm. He's like, I'm going to make you <laughs> change your ways, yes. you know? I, and, and when you get it, you get it. Yeah, man. Um, I have a, a couple things for that. First, I'm going to talk about right, right when, where you finished up. Uh, you've heard of Eric Thomas, right? Yeah, E.T. Yeah. Um, he talks about the, the golf ball. The golf ball at first was smooth, and it didn't go that far. And these guys just kept hitting it and, and hitting it and whacking it, and it would be dense. And all of a sudden, it'd go farther. Then they came out with the golf ball with dimples, and this made it go extremely farther. So he says, God is beating you up, so not to hold you back, but to push you forward. I like that. (laughs) Yeah. So whatever you're going through right now is not – for the reason you're thinking yeah. you're it's not to oh, hold you back to hold okay. you back the why me why is this everything happened to me no this is an opportunity to open a door and close another yep it's your choice to walk through that door to the unknown people are so attached to what they know Yep. If you're not willing to give up what you have, how are you going to get anything better? Yep. So another thing I wanted to talk about is the uh, relationships is like the identity. Like you both should be in a relationship loving yourself. And it, you and like, for example, you and your wife, you are not in charge or it's not your obligation to make your wife happy. Yes. Your, oh my God. Your, that is so true. Yes. Man. Your obligation is to bring your own happiness to the table, to the relationship, the yep. offer. The table is where we meet and we talk. We, we, we have offerings. We're bringing what we have. And if I keep bringing stuff and you're not bringing anything, there's something wrong. Yep. 
and all of a sudden you're going to start going, well, I'm doing all the work and yep. they're just sitting there mooching and they just take, take, take. It can't be like that. They need to bring their own happiness and then you're just having a happy sandwich. Yep. Yep. The thing is that you, everybody has like back to the success perception. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a different perception of success. Everybody has a different perception of happiness. Everybody has a different perception of being loved. Yes. You know, like my wife, if I bring her flowers, and this is funny, I've brought her flowers and chocolate, and she's like, oh, cute, thank you. <laughs> she is not that kind of girl that loves a guy bringing flowers. It's not her. But if it's but, you, and you like, you did it because you wanted not to please her, but because you actually intended to do that, and you wanted to do that, then who cares? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, but if you understand, you know, like their perception, like you will be more comfortable. For example, I know that she, all she wants is to, you know, lay down in bed, watch a movie, her feet on top of mine, and me just kind of rubbing her feet. <laughs> we do that all the time. Yeah. It's so simple. Right. Like I don't have to go out above and beyond and, and do all these things yes. that you see in the novelas. Or, yeah. you know? It's like, no. Like you, once you know yourself, love yourself, and, and are ha- happy for yourself and you bring it to the table, it's not your job to make the other person – they are going to be happy. It's not your job to control them either. It's not your job to say, hey, you're not going to go over there thinking like if you prevent them from going over there, they're not going to cheat on you. That's not your job. Right. The, the, people need to understand that if someone's going to cheat on you, they're going to cheat on you regardless of what you do. Your yeah. kids, if, if you're trying to hold them back from having sex, they're going to do it with or without your permission. Like, why not be open and say, hey, you know, like, let me talk to you. Like, yeah. this, is, this is not good. And any kind of relationship in business. You know, like have have a communication, you know, but your your job is not to control anybody else. Your job is to control yourself within and and be you. I I don't know, man. It's a really good topic and keep going, man, because I'm really passionate <laughs> right now. <laughs> All right, right. You're you're hundred percent correct. Um it goes back to what I was saying to love yourself. It's like you're building a house and love is the frame, the the structure. It's what is holding everything up. And if you don't have that, you don't have a house. So you're trying to, you're trying to build these structures that if the wind blows, it's just going to fall right over. And pe- yep. people are fragile just like that. And that's why they cheat. It's not because of you. It's, it is, you know, you know, the saying, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> it really, yeah. it really is. They're lying. Yep. They're lying to themselves when they say that, but it truly is. Because if they loved themselves a hundred percent, like, or at least close to it, and in a relationship with you, and you also love yourself, there is like everyone has sexual desires, or like you can look at someone like, oh yeah, they're hot, they're good looking, there ain't nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. But like when your intentions are something else, when your intentions are out of character, that's when it is a problem. Yep, yeah. and and. Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I, I, that was it for me. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's just that um, one thing that I want my listeners to know is that we say it because we've realized it. We've lived it. We've, we just figured it out. But if you guys don't believe, listen to the Giants. Like I said, like Giants say it all the time, too. Um, Grant Cardone. You know Grant Cardone? I uh, do not. Grant Cardone is like a, a millionaire. He's, he's being big. I, I think if you see his picture, you don't know who he is. But... Um, uh, he says, if my wife cheats on me, it's my fault. The reason is because 
what am I doing for her to, you know, to do what she's doing or not do what she's doing, you know? So it, you take responsibility, right? Like if, if, and I, I don't mean by controlling, but like, if she's not, if she's not, um, how do I put it? If she's looking for someone that, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how to put that one, but anyways, he says it. Um, Gary V just put a post not too long ago, you know, Gary V put a post on Instagram where he says that if, uh, someone ghosts you, it's not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them. They weren't, they weren't man enough, woman enough to say, Hey, you know what? Like, honestly, I was just in it for the sex. Right. Honestly, I was just in it for, uh, you know, uh, I'm not feeling you. Like it, it was fun. But now that I see the whole picture, I'm not feeling like it's a reflection of them. You did nothing wrong. You you were yourself. The person who who ghosts you, you know, it, it's just the kind of person they are. So don't feel bad about you. Just say, hey, you know what? This guy or this girl was wasn't the one. They they must have not felt it. It is what it is. But there is someone out there. There is someone out there that is the perfect fit. Right. You just gotta find them. Yeah. And I, dude, I have been ghosted before. It's so weird because I was like. Whoa, I just got ghosted. Yeah. But at the same time, there's nothing wrong with that person as well. They're just, they're lost. Yeah. They're, and I talk about that a lot. And that, like, we're, you, like, we're all on this journey. We're all on this journey to find ourselves. Oh, for sure. We're all just like, st- yeah, like that saying, we're all stumble, stumbling around looking for food. <laughs> yeah. But th- it goes back to that communication, like you had prior in your, when you were 27 uh the communication and i posted this very recently the lost in translation that we have our intentions are pure but our translation is just not there and that the human language is confusing we we can say things and we can lie about them we can say one thing and mean another and it's it's confusing especially when you're texting and stuff oh yeah but what matters is the intention matters and the actions backing those intentions, not so much the translation, the communication. If, cause we can practice that we can, we can try again. And if we have the pure intention and the action, eventually the communication will come through. It takes practice. We have to put, put ourselves out and keep doing it. And eventually, just like anything else you do, you're going to get better at it. Yep. And communication, yeah. that's I'm so much better now. I used to yep, suck. Yep. I used to not talk. I used to hide all my feelings and just go in my basement and write music and that's it. <laughs> give, me, um, give me two books that you recommend for myself and for my listeners. Um. Well, there's a lot. Are you a man. reader? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I- I'm a reader, but I'm super picky. Like, I try, to, I try to, there's this one person, I don't remember who it was, but it was on the podcast. He said, read a lot of books, throw a lot away, read good books twice. I like that. Yeah. And if, if you read a book, you don't have to finish it. Like, if it's not you, then it's okay. Uh one is called The Power of Now by Eckhart. Oh, I have it. I yeah, have it. Eckhart Tolle. That, that was nuts, man. That one's nuts. And basically what that is, is 
the present moment and being detached from the outcome. So Mm -hmm. if you're in, it goes with intentions. If your intentions are right and you surrender. Now this is anything in religion. I think I'm agnostic myself. I grew up, which I don't like the term agnostic because that means atheist basically. And I'm not, but I don't claim a religion. I grew up Baptist, but Basically, to me, all religion has the same goal, basically, and that's to surrender yourself, to love yourself, to love every your neighbor, to love, put love into everything, and just surrender yourself to the, it could be God, it could be the universe, or, or whatever, but the surrendering process is what is the magic ingredient. So that's what happened with your when you were 27 and then when I was also that age. There was a point in time when we're like, all right, I need to do something. I don't know what it is, but I'm just going to surrender myself and let yep. the process happen. I, yep. I was in my own way. Yep. And which is good, like very good. And uh, religion helps people do that, but people know it but don't do it and this is like most people that are in church they're just they, it doesn't click and yep you kind of had to go through that so you kind of had to be rubbed in the mud a little bit kicked around a little bit to actually go oh that's what they were saying it makes sense now mm-hmm. experiencing it yeah and what's the second book um there's quite a few. Um, I just f- finished one, and you know, uh, because I'm letting you know what, what, what I'm reading, it'd be kind of weird. Um, uh, it's called, uh, I think it's called Mates. Okay. Let me just look at it real quick. Yeah, it's called Mates. Be- become the Man Woman Wants by uh, Tucker Maxson. Jeffrey Miller. And, okay. All right. So I'm single, right? And I'm putting myself out in the dating scene. And this book is really good for people in general because people, it's the same as the power of now. People go out there with an outcome. They go out there with, well, I want to go and sleep with as many as women as possible, or I want to go and I I want to find the one and get married. It's like, why are you going out there and thinking like this when you don't know who you're meeting and what their goal is? Just enjoy the process. Have fun. Mm. Don't focus on taking her home tonight, getting her number. Like, if you get her number, what now what? Like, what? Like, your whole goal is to get the number. Like, what does that mean? That's like the, that's like the, the billionaire we're talking about. He's getting he or she is has money, but that's not that's not the reason why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah, money is great, but they're doing it because they have a passion and they're really good at something and they're loving the moment. You lose the money, it don't matter. You can you can build yourself back up again. So if you're going out there in the dating scene, which there's going to be a lot of people that just go that stop contacting you or it's not for me and stuff. If you're detached from the outcome, the, which is the, Oh man, she looks really pretty. I would love to go home with her tonight. 
No, just be yourself, how you normally are with your your buddies, and just have fun for the night. Like, oh, I'm glad I met her. We had a had a lot of fun. If something happens, you'll know. It'll just keep going. You won't want to stop talking with each other. There'll be open ended questions, and like it'll just keep going. And all of a sudden, it's two hours later or something. Nice. But yeah, it's it's more it's same concept is uh, it this it's like you hear about pickup artists how to get chicks or how, like uh, being dominant and like what women really think and you have to be like an alpha male and mm-hmm. you hear all this stuff and these guys are like you know th- they break it down like you know what these pickup artists are trying to do and how it's basically just garbage because you're treating women like objects and that that's not what we need to do what do you want in life first love yourself right what do you want in life you have to take care of your shit before like i said you need to give yourself 100 percent before you give someone 100 percent. and it's funny how i keep running into this and how true it is and how much people say this but no one's listening the people that are listening are the people that came up with it themselves. <laughs> yep, and it's true. Like, like being yourself, loving yourself, understanding who you are, who you want to be. And at the end of the day, you don't, you don't have to try to, like you said, you don't have to try to find the one or go sleep with. You don't have to do it. Like, just once you find out who you are, the funny thing is you start attracting the right people. Exactly. And nothing matters. It just comes to you. Yeah. When I started this podcast, I was I was shy. I was this. And I was like, who's going to want to come on? But I, what I'm noticing is the right people are being attracted to it. And yeah, I get a little haters, but <laughs> it's fine. You know, some, some of it is good criticism. Some of it is just stupid. And I just throw it away. But <laughs> once you know who you are and once you know that you are, you know, you're happy with what you're doing the right people start coming in and you start meeting people like Brian, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you start meeting people like Brian and then you start noticing, you start developing a relationship and Hey, this guy, I can relate to this guy. This guy and I have gone through certain things. I feel like I know him after this 50 minute talk. I I feel like I know him already. You know, like, like we've known each other for a while. Mm -hmm. Why? It's because we're like in the same, you know, like we understand each other. Yeah. And that's the kind of people you want to be around with, you know? Yeah. And you want, And, and that's, Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go ahead. No, no, I was just saying that's the kind of people you'll attract. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, even if it's the the uh, opposite sex, you know, like yes. a girl, you know, you're gonna attract that in into your life. Right, and this needs to be verbally and non-verbally too. Yep. Like not non-verbally is more important than verbally. Like body language and your energy, your essence, your frequency. Like if you're riding in a, in a car with someone. Read the energy. Like, how does it feel? Do you feel like you have to fill the air with words because it's like something's lacking? Or if you're just driving and everything, like everything's just flowing with each other, it feels great and it's fine. Then you don't need to say anything to like, you don't need to fill the void. There is no void. It's filled with energy and like your, your, your uh, frequency inside is vibing with her frequency or his or whoever you're with and everything's gravy 
like try that out sometime or do you feel like you need to like are you a people pleaser like are do you have to like impress this person you're with yep so read people's energy it's it, it takes practice but it's it's crazy though like once you start like oh this person like this person's pretty chill or this person's very has a lot of tension i can tell reading body language feeling that energy so that nonverbal is so much more important than verbal because you can say something and your body can say something else. Yep. Yep. All right, Brian. So um, we are getting to the end of it. I definitely want to have you back on again and we can continue. Um, it's just so much good stuff, but I feel like <laughs> we'll be here for hours. Oh, yeah, um, man. Before uh, I end this, I, I want to make sure that people can find you. Where can they find you? Where are you more engaged or, or you know, where can yeah. they find your, your podcast as well? Right. Um, well, I focus, my main focus is on Instagram, and that is at Brian underscore Dusso. That is B-R-Y-A-N underscore D-U-S-S-E-A-U. I do a lot of videos. Um, I recommend the highlights. So that's like your Instagram stories, and I save them, and there's, that's a, like, it stays on my page. I, do, I just do in-depth conversations like this that like needs to be heard i feel and there's a lot of videos a lot of posts i do on there and i usually have i have a podcast called perpessence p-u-r-p-e-s-s-e-n-c-e and that can be on uh apple Podcasts, youtube spotify stitcher soundcloud all the all the big ones and uh that is a podcast form of of my Instagram, basically. So it's very, very, very much like what we're doing right now. Very cool. And you can find all that on Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Facebook as well, but I don't really get on there too much. But that's you just look me up on at Brian Dusso. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And then last minute, mm-hmm. give 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 my listeners something to to leave with, man. Yeah. So. Definitely didn't cover like uh, everything, but we did cover love yourself. So I want to try to leave a little taste with with that. And uh, what I want, what I highly recommend is never stop loving yourself. So just because you overcame your struggle and you lo- learned to love yourself, it's not over yet. It's not over until it's over, until you're dead. And then who knows after that. So you need to love yourself. You need to keep loving yourself. You need to show by example for, for kids, for not even just your kids, for, for the future of mankind. So we need to show by example. We need to love ourselves because once you stop loving yourself, you can fall into that trap again into old habits and we need to habits are habits no matter what you're doing you, it's it's a repeating process of whatever you practice so that could be good or bad and we want it to be good so practice that habit of loving yourself have a routine talk to everyone around and just like spread the love basically once you and i want to say this again you have to love yourself 100% to give 100%. And we need to always practice this. Yep. 
That's it. That's it. Awesome.